Welcome to PlayStation Daily. I'm John Blanco, and today we're talking about Thursday's PlayStation State of Play. Always so exciting when these come about. This is just the periodic update, and Sony billed this one as all about third-party games and indie titles. So tried to take the heat off. We're not expecting a lot of first party. And uh, let's talk about it. Uh, this show might go a little bit longer today, but uh, hopefully you'll have a lot of fun along the way. So the last state of play that we had a few months ago, this was the um, actually the showcase right before the uh, Summer Game Fest. Wasn't all that fantastic. Uh, just a lot of quantity in that one and... Not a lot stood out except for Spider-Man 2. And then there was no information about Final Fantasy 7. And then that came during the Summer Game Fest. But yeah, that showcase was just, you know, not too exciting. I I, I don't know. And these state of plays are not nearly as good as the, uh, the Nintendo Directs that we get from Nintendo and Xbox's showcase. I don't know what it is. I, I don't know how they put it on or what they decide to do. But yeah, just, ah, uh, just, mm. Ah, never really hits, but let's see how this one is. And it started off with Baby Steps. Yes, that's right. They started off their big state of play with, uh, I believe this is considered an indie game, Baby Steps. This is the one where you're the you're the guy and you walk around and it's kind of like Octodad. It's hard to tell because you don't see the controller, but you're controlling this guy's legs very specifically. You're not just using your analog stick, but you are moving his leg so he moves kind of weird um we had seen this game before i forget where but we had seen them showcase this off before i think it might have been that showcase and we saw a little bit more of it 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 actually seems like it's gonna be pretty funny the dialogue was kind of funny he would kind of point out the things he was doing and then he has a conversation with the guy and uh, you know there's some expletives there hey this is a clean show but i i thought the dialogue was pretty funny then they said it was summer 2024, which which is instantly weird, right? Because that's like nine months from now, you know? I mean, geez, we're still in summer of 2023, in fact. But um, yeah, I'm really hoping that this game, because Sony keeps showing it, uh, will go to the, the game catalog. Um, if this goes to the game catalog, I'm definitely playing this game. If it does not, uh, you know, maybe I'll put it on a wish list and play it down the road. But, but so many huge, big titles on playstation it's just hard to really play smaller games like this but um it did look pretty funny i'll give it that uh then uh, we had the host come on and she accentuated a diversity of experiences which is something i definitely like to hear i i'm not into you know an all shooter lineup uh you know an all rpg lineup i like different kinds of games and it was nice that they were talking about that especially after baby steps which certainly is different and then they rolled on to Roblox coming to PlayStation. That's coming October 10th. Um, this is the bane of my existence. My kids love Roblox. They play all the different kinds of Robloxes. I don't know why, but they love it. I, young kids just like it. Um, if you're not familiar with Roblox, it's it's kind of mostly driven by uh, user-made content. Um, so you can see all kinds of games that you know my kids are playing. And like, oh, that's Roblox. Oh, Cars Racing? Roblox. Oh, Adventure, Roblox. It's, you know, a shooter, Roblox. 
Um, so that is coming uh, to PlayStation. Next up was uh, a couple of PSVR 2 games. First one was Ghostbusters, and that looked yeah, kind of cool. Uh, anything Ghostbusters uh, always brings me back. Uh, definite nostalgia trip. That's coming out October 26th. And then they started showing uh, the Resident Evil 4 VR mode that they had um, hinted at a while back. Now, this is a free update. So if you have the Resident Evil 4 remake game, um, you will get this for free. And they showed a little bit more of it. Uh, definitely more evolved. It looks like a VR game. You know, what else can you say about it? They say it'll be out this winter, which, you know, means, you know, first quarter of 2024. After that, they just kept rolling with RE4. The, the Separate Ways and the Mercenaries DLC packs are coming. Um, the Separate Ways is a remake of the, some of the original DLC from the, I believe it was the PlayStation version of the game. Um, I mean, all of it looks pretty good. Uh, it is paid. It's coming out September 21st, so pretty soon. Uh, I know the DLC features Ada Wong. And uh, a lot of it is set in the events of the game. In fact, I think it's kind of concurrent, if I remember right. I will say this, Resident Evil 4 is on sale right now for 33% off. It's 40 bucks. It's normally a $60 game. I've had it on my wish list. I didn't want to buy it because I'm, you know, playing Baldur's Gate and I still have Diablo and there's so much to play that I already own. But I've been really wanting to do a Resident Evil marathon. Um, I've only ever played of the main series Resident Evil 4. Um, I played one of the other games. I can't remember the name of it, but I haven't played many Resident Evil games. So I wanted to play one and then the remakes of two and three and then the remake four. But I was still hesitant to buy RE4. But now I'm wondering if I just buy RE4 and get the DLC and then just play it all. They're not long games, right? So I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, if you're if you if you've been interested, 33% off right now. Spooky season's here. Next up was Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. Uh, we've seen this game before. It's a Avatar universe, whether you love it or not. Um, interestingly, it's a first-person game. It seems like an adventure game with shooting elements. So you know, you know, kind of the, you know the way a lot of like modern story, you know, shooter games, Half-Life, you know, uh, Starfield, that sort of thing. Um, it is weird to see Avatar with guns, but, you know, whatever. I know a lot of people are looking forward to this one. This comes out December 7th. Looks very pretty. Anybody interested in it? Then they showed Ghost Runner 2. This one comes out, uh, it's October 26th, I believe, on that one. Yeah, I think it's October 26th. And there is a demo that's out now. Uh, this is also a first-person action game. It has, like a like, a newer Doom feel to it. It's very fast-paced. Um, that's why I say it. I didn't play the first game. I think you can play that one on Game Catalog. I'm not sure. But yeah, uh, a lot of people, I think, liked Ghost Runner, and this one is uh, more of that. Then they took a little break, and this was originally very confusing to me. They were showing all these different colors for the system, and my first reaction when I saw was that maroon color that has been out on the PlayStation 5 for a while. And it's actually something I'm I'm looking at getting a different color for my PS5 just to change things up. And I was like, oh, they're showing that. And then they showed white and then they showed blue. And I was like, oh, that blue is new. That's a new blue. As it turns out, all three of these colors are different. I just feel like two of them look very similar to the maroon and the white. So the three colors are volcanic red, sterling silver, and cobalt blue. 
I like the cobalt blue because that is sort of the PlayStation color. And if I was going to get a new color and get a new controller to match it, I love the I love that maroon. And so the red was very similar, but I, I think I like that cobalt blue. It just feels like PlayStation to me. Um, so I really love the colors and then the covers that they sell with them. The covers are definitely pricey for sure, but it is better than buying another PlayStation just for a different color. If that's what you do, um, I like that you can get the covers. So, you know, there you go. The Deep Earth Collection. Next up, they showed Helldivers 2, which was a game they sort of hinted at at the last showcase. They showed actual footage for this one. This is the one where they were playing some pretty goofy online chat between the players. Uh, it was kind of goofy, but I, I was I was digging it. Um, you 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 are basically in a hub world. You pick a mission to do, and then you get in your little ship. It looks like a bullet. It just plunges into the ground. And uh, you get out and you do your mission. Um, the the boss that they were showing, or not, I don't know if it was a boss, but the big uh, enemy that they were showing looked kind of funny and dorky. And um, I don't know. I'm not into these games. I'm definitely not going to play this one. But it, if you're into, like, pick a mission and go, like, you know, Monster Hunter or uh, Armored Core, just pick a mission and go and, you know, maybe get it done in five, ten minutes or whatever. Um, you know, this might be a game for you. Uh, we'll, we'll probably get more information about it. It wasn't that much. Uh, February 28th, 2024 is when this one comes out. Then it's time for Spider-Man 2. And we've been seeing more and more about this over the last six, nine months or so. And um, this one is a PS5 exclusive. Uh, you're not going to be able to get this on PS4. And they went into a little bit more detail about the world this time. The last thing we saw about Spider-Man was like this, the, the cinematics and some of the story. This one talked more about the world. So if you're not familiar, this game includes both Peter Parker and Miles Morales. And they said the map is basically doubled in size because you're going to play in Queens and Brooklyn. So that's very cool. Besides using the webbing, they wanted to accentuate that you can get around the city a lot faster than before because you can glide. And one of the really amazing things about this is that they were really going through the city very quickly, and that speaks to why this is a PS5 exclusive. You could also switch between Peter Parker and Miles Morales almost instantly. Um, I really want to experience it to get a good feel. But yeah, you can have Peter Parker in one area, Miles Morales another, and just keep going back and forth between them very quickly. So that was uh, pretty cool. Fast travel is also very fast. Um, you know, he would just pick a location and boom, done. Um, it was pretty neat. It was just a, a small little like loading indicator and that was it. But it, it never actually went to a loading screen or anything. It was just sort of a like like a quick download on your computer, you know. Um, so it was very cool. They said there's over 65 suits in the game. And because you can customize the suits a bit, there's like 250 combinations of look to it. I mean... This is one of those games I, I it's easy to think of Spider-Man as like an action adventure type game, but it really is an open world. Go get some quests, go do side questing game that I know I love to live in. I know a lot of people do love to live in. I played a lot of open world games over the last couple of years. The thing that makes Spider-Man so special is how fast it is that your locomotion through the world and the personality, the humor of the characters, uh, the action um, it really is fantastic, and I can't wait. The only risk to this game is it's going to be, you know, it's the third in this series. 
Is it the same old Spider-Man or whatever? What's going to be different? Are we going to be up in the rafters? And, you know, are we going to be doing a lot of the same actions that we did before? But you know what? I'm buying the game and I'll find out myself. <laughs> Comes out October 20th or almost a month away. Next up, this is interesting. Tales of Arise Beyond the Dawn DLC. This is coming out November 9th, 2023. So fairly quickly, a couple months. I bought Tales of Arise, I think a year ago. It was on a really good sale and I, I kept hearing really good things about Tales of Arise. So I had got it in my head that I wanted Tales of Arise. And so one day I did, I bought it and I played it and it just felt like, um, it felt like an older 3D RPG to me. Like, not like older, like 20 years ago, but I don't know, it just felt a little older and a little standard and it wasn't wowing me. Your character begins with a big metal mask over their head, can't even see them. Um, some of the story segments are done in like a comic strip format. I don't know what it was and it wasn't, wasn't latching on. I wasn't getting to that point where I was like, I was thinking about it or I just wanted to play it or I wanted to do quests. I think it was a little lost in the map. But as it is, sometimes when games get little DLC packs, I'm like, ah, I want to get that game or I want to replay that game or buy it or, or play it, you know? And uh, yeah, so my I, Tales of Arise is back on my radar. I, I really want to give it a second chance. It deserves it. Um, but yeah, this DLC is coming out November 9th. Looks pretty. Um, we got Star Rail. I don't really know much about Star Rail. And in fact, I, I was having a hard time figuring out what the name of the game was. The The graphic they showed had Star Rail in the top left corner. And even the date was all fancy. I don't know what it, but this is coming out October 11th. So, yeah. Okay, Star Rail. Foam Stars. We've seen Foam Stars before. And this was from the last showcase. And it was funny because it just feels like a really big, like, Splatoon ripoff, you know? But on the IGN's uh, podcast, podcast uh, PlayStation Beyond, uh, Jada Griffin, she said that was the game of the show at Gamescom. Um, she was really excited about it. And that got me, like, a little interested. Maybe Foam Stars becomes that, like, multiplayer game that I play on PlayStation? No, really? Uh, but they showed a lot more about the game. It's 4, 4v4, you know, just like Splatoon. Uh, they had two game modes in it, Smash the Star and Happy Bath Survival. So they're really having fun with the naming. Um, that last one is uh, a game where you have a 2v2, but then you have two of your other teammates kind of running around the outside of the ring, kind of supporting. Uh, kind of reminded me of Bomberman when you have um, when you go up on the edges when you die and you can try to get yourself back down by hitting somebody with a bomb. Uh, there's eight playable characters. They're all very unique. I don't know if their skills are different, but I'm guessing that they, they might be. They, I feel like they have to be. There is going to be a, uh, a demo of this between September 29th and October 2nd. And I'm going to be in on that. I'm going to try that demo. A free demo? Sure. I will, I will give that a shot. What a great way to try it. I'm certainly not going to buy it without that. So see you there. Let's all play. <laughs> um, and then uh, this is last up. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Again, this is a PS5 exclusive. And, you know, we know that the final that these new Final Fantasy VII remake games are not married to the original storylines. We know that. They've said it. We've seen it. 
This one especially does not seem married to the to the storylines. A lot of differences between the game. And I'm not an expert on the first game uh, for sure. But uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of a lot of different things going on here. So like anything you thought you knew about Final Fantasy VII, just throw it out the window. There's characters you know and all that. But uh, yeah, no, it looks great. Um, we see Zack in this game. Yuffie, who I think was from the DLC. You get to play as the cat. Uh, there, there was one part where Sephiroth and Cloud were on a party together. So I don't know if that was real life or what's going on there. Uh, there was, um, this, this is a more of an open world game. And, uh, in fact, uh, PlayStation, uh, not PlayStation, Square Enix put out a, a message about this. And they said that, where is it? While the main storyline is bigger and more ambitious than the previous game's narrative, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth also embraces the concept of quote-unquote free exploration with compelling stories, fun minigames, powerful monsters, and so much more to find throughout the world map. And they go on to say it's nearly 100 hours of adventure. That is very different from Final Fantasy VII Remake. That game was a much more linear. In fact, if you had side quests that you didn't finish and then you advance to the next chapter, you... you oftentimes would lose access to those side quests. It wasn't a freely explorative game. A lot of the worlds you were in, a lot of the areas you were in, you were tied in, and there would be like long hallways. Uh, they, they they really did have to like, it was just an astounding looking game, but it was a PS4 game. So they had to, they had to constrain it somewhat. And with PS5, they don't have those constraints. So you can tell this game is a lot more open I think you'll be able, this is going to be more of the open world game that you think of with, you know, a main quest going on that you can ignore, side quests you can do, you can kind of go anywhere, explore the map. There was also a lot of different ways to navigate. Um, I saw a cloud on a Segway, um, it was on a Chocobo, so it only, only in games where there's big areas swaths of land to explore do you give people ways to you know vehicles to to get across things faster so this game's gonna have a very different feel than the first one it's coming out february 29th that's the first time we got a date for this so hey good thing good thing it's a leap year otherwise it wouldn't be able to come out on february 29th um looks fantastic i know a lot of people are excited for it there's a Collector's edition for $350. You guys have fun. I'm not getting that. <laughs> so yeah, to to summarize um, this state of play, I mean, what would I give this state of play? I don't know. I mean, I would give it a... I don't know. I'd give it a C. I mean, I, I'll be honest. I said it before. Um, these state of plays are not really done very well. I don't think they seem to know the formula that everyone else seems to know. When you do these presentations, you should start off with something exciting. You should end with something usually exciting and new, newly announced. Uh, the Nintendo Directs are this way. That That's the formula. And then they start off with like some indie game that, yeah, while, you know, yeah, it looks like it could be funny and, you know, whatever. You can't start off a state of play with baby steps. You should be starting it off with the Ghostbusters trailer, right? Or um, the Resident Evil for the new content for that. That's what you should be starting the game, the the state of play off with. It just seems so easy and obvious. And for some reason, PlayStation just gets it wrong. And they have so much to offer. And they just get it wrong. I don't understand. I mean, they could have even included the PS Plus titles in this state of play. 
right? The ones they announced yesterday, and they could have showcased the games because they don't normally showcase those games. It's usually just a blog. So they could have done some video content for those games and, and, and shown them off. I don't understand what they do. Um, at least they figured out ending with Rebirth. More details about Rebirth was going to be a good way to go. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'll give it a C. I mean, I I would say from this, you know, I'm a little more interested in Baby Steps. Um, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit more pushed to go buy Resident Evil 4 and then get the DLC along the way. I mean, basically, I can get the DLC for free with the sale that's going on right now. Um, maybe I'll look into this Deep Earth collection and see if I might go for the Cobalt Blue. I've been looking at maybe getting a new controller color just to change things up. Um, Spider-Man 2, I'm more excited for, but I was going to get it anyway. Uh, Tales of Arise, I'm a little bit of a nudge to, to give Tales of Arise a try, but honestly, I don't know when that's going to happen. You know, there's so many long games going on right now. And yeah, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth looks really good. I'm probably not day one on that one. But um, yeah, I mean, down the road, I'll definitely uh, I'll definitely want to play it. You know, so I don't know. I give it a C. So I don't know. I don't know what it'll take to do better. Their last great presentation was that the last one they did for E3 in 2019, I think it was. I don't know. They just need they need somebody else to direct these state of plays. And I feel like there's a lot of people that could do a better job with it. And I and I kind of wish they would they would look into it. But um, that's it. The, the other problem that Sony has, too, is they 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 need more of a social fabric with the community. They don't have a spokesman right now. And um, it they they need to get a little bit closer, a little more informal and fun with the um, PlayStation community, and and we'll do a we'll do a future episode about that one. So, uh, not to be all down about this state of play, there was there was definitely a lot of cool stuff to see, but um, you just you know they're capable of so much more. We'd like to see it happen. So that's it. What did you think of us? Let it let us know what you thought of it. I'd I'd love to know. PlayStation Daily is your daily podcast for everything Sony PlayStation, and you can find us on all your favorite podcasting apps. You can send me feedback, tell me why I'm wrong, maybe leave me a compliment. You know, I could use I could use one. Today was a long work day. By sending an email to PlayStationDailyPod at gmail.com. I hope you've enjoyed today's pod. Happy gaming, and until next time. PlayStation.